What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Ghoul Gang. I'm Grace. And I'm Caroline. And we are here to talk about some spooky shit. We are here to give you a recap and review on the hotly anticipated movie, Megan. So if you haven't seen it yet, I don't know what the fuck you're doing because it is the best movie that's ever been made. (laughs) (laughs) We had so much fun. We, We took ourselves on a little date. Mm -hmm. Caroline took me on a date. Let's be real. (laughs) Just you know, yeah, we were we tried to go to the uh, cheesecake factory, and then I fucked up and bought tickets on the wrong day, and so then we had to reschedule. And then the cheesecake factory was unfortunately all booked up because it's the hottest ticket in Chicago. It (laughs) sure fucking seems that way. I was like, "What do you mean? There's no reservation?" I know. I was like, I, I called and I was like, "Hey, like, can we? Can I change my reservation?" The lady was like, "Um, we are entirely booked up tonight," and I was like. We can't like sit at the bar or anything. And she was just like, no, sorry. And then hung up on me. And I was like, all (laughs) right. She was in that like uh, Friday getting ready for service mode. Like, yeah, she didn't. She can get a reservation. She was like, you think you can get a a reservation at the Cheesecake Cheesecake Factory? Factory? Noted Michelin star. (laughs) Not just any Cheesecake Factory. The Hancock Center Cheesecake This isn't just this isn't your average suburban cheesecake factory. I don't know where you think you are, lady, but Go out to Oak Brook, bitch. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe next time we will, because I mm-hmm. think that we could get a nice reservation at the Oak Brook Cheesecake I know, but Factory. I go up to the signature room bathroom. Yeah, well we can do that without going to the Cheesecake Factory, but it's like why? What's the point? Two What's birds, point? one stone. <laughs> We'll do it eventually. We'll do it eventually. I'm sure there'll be another movie. Like, I mean, we saw many trailers for movies that we oh want to see. Oh, my God. Can we start with those? Mm-hmm. Like, the new Evil Dead trailer. Oh, my God. Looks amazing. Terrifying. Looks so Horrifying. Good. I um, cannot wait. What was the... Oh, the, the vampire Nicholas Holt, Nicholas Cage movie? Yeah, that looks, looks good. Fantastic. Really excited about that one. Wasn't there another one? There oh, was another Scream one with, 6? I think or I five? just said Scream. Yeah, whatever that, it is. Jenna <laughs> I think Ortega. we were in our chairs like, is that 6 or 7? <laughs> you know, it, at this point, it doesn't matter. It probably doesn't. It's just Scream with a number next to it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or Because they rebooted it just to Scream, right? It wasn't Scream 1. Scream. It's like they did the same thing with the Halloween situation yeah. where they like re it's just a reworking it's just gonna be like scream 2023 yeah scream 23 (laughs) um yes yeah there was another one with woody harrelson oh what was that one i don't know but he made fun of matthew mcconaughey and then i just go time is a flat circle (laughs) (laughs) and i i made friends with the guy sitting next to us who's like an older black gentleman and he was very funny and yeah, we had a great time. They were just hamming it up the whole time, and I was just screaming by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I make friends at the movies. What can I say? Um, so I guess like, let's just like jump into this. Uh, yeah. We're going to go through the movie. We're going to kind of talk about what happens in it, talk about our reactions to it. Just getting into it, like, let's. do you want to rate it from the start? Like, what would you say out of five? I, I mean, I don't want to seem like a stage five clinger, but I'm going to give it a five. Yeah. Five out of five. Yeah. Did you say out of five? Or out of, out of five. Yeah. Or maybe like a 4.87. I think I would give it a four, a 4.5, maybe a 
Mm-hmm. It's it's fantastic. And the missing like 0.25 I think would just be because it's PG-13 and I would have liked a little bit more gore. Yeah. But I yeah. understand that like the reason it's so popular right now is because of the, the, you know, it's like everyone can see it. So I, you know what? I'm happy that it's reaching a broader audience. Yeah. We saw like straight up children in that movie theater. Yeah. And you know, I don't think I would bring a child to that no, movie. Definitely not. <laughs> it's a lot of I traumatizing was... things for a child. And like, it's a toy. So mm-hmm. I don't want my, my daughter to be a, oh, and that actor, the CEO Oh yeah, he wasn't great either. Doc yeah. points for him. Yeah. All right, so let's get let's get into it. So the movie starts off with um, three a family of three in a car. They're driving up a snowy mountain, and I whispered to Grace at the beginning. I said, "This is just like Fly Away Home." <laughs> <laughs> I fucking forgot that you said that. We Caroline and I laughed through this whole movie. Oh, it was a it is it's it's not just it's like it is a horror movie, but it is so funny. It is so funny. It is it's, one of the funniest, like most meta films I've seen in a long time. It's fucking hilarious. And those are the best to see in theaters because like the whole we had a really good audience. Like mm-hmm. everyone was laughing at all the things and everyone was being like, oh, shit. Yeah, like, ah, like it was it was a good crowd. Yeah, I always like going to movies where it's kind of like a collective experience. Like I feel like that was like Avenger. I went to Avengers Endgame in a theater mm-hmm. like that where everyone was just like screaming, and I was like, "This is perfect." Because <laughs> I don't really want to take this seriously. Like I don't want to be like I wouldn't go see Schindler's List in a theater like that. <laughs> you nope, know, definitely would not. No. So that's a, that's a quiet watch in your room. <laughs> So it's, like, two parents and, like, a little girl with, like, a weird Furby. And, um, unfortunately, the parents and the Furby are tragically killed in a freak snowplow accident. And um, the little girl's name is Katie. She's sent to live with her Aunt Marnie. Um, I don't know what her actual <laughs> name is. <laughs> we're just going to call her Aunt Marnie because I don't remember. Marnie. Allison Williams. Allison Williams, who will never grow out of the skinny anal bitch who kind of means well stereotype role. And honestly, like, I'm glad. I'm glad because I think she plays it really well. <laughs> Perfectly. Um, so, like, Auntie Marnie, she's an AI developer who's been secretly working on a doll that's designed to help parents who basically don't want to spend any time with their children, like, raise their children. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't want to be a parent. I'm going to make this robot do it. She's like, this seems like a better idea than, like, I want this robot to read my children bedtime stories. I want this robot to remind my children to brush their teeth. I want this robot to basically homeschool my children. Like, it's basically just, like, a terrifying little mini Olsen twin who is a surrogate parent, which seems problematic when you realize that Katie has just lost her entire family. So Yep, and it's like she keeps forgetting that. (laughs) It's like this this child has literally just been orphaned. She's extremely traumatized and Marnie's like patting Here's her on the back like here it's okay. I don't have any toys except for collectibles, collectibles. that you can't play with. God, that was so, that was so cringe. I so yeah, Auntie Marty uses Katie in a demonstration of Megan's capabilities to her like weird boss who doesn't want her to be working on this project. And it goes super well. And Katie becomes obsessed with Megan like their best friend slash she's like really latching on to this doll. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of a trauma bond, I'd say. I would. Uh, yeah, I would say a lot of bit <laughs> of a trauma bond. <laughs> um, 
And so uh, here, here are some questions that I had, like, as I was watching this movie, because I'm, there's a point at the very beginning where this, like, therapist comes, like, a, quite a, port, a court-appointed therapist who's like, I'm going to make sure that, like, this is a good environment for Katie to be in. And, like, she's... Extremely really nice house. She's in like a beautiful house. Like, yeah, like obviously Aunt Marnie doesn't seem like super like into being a parent, but she clearly cares about Katie. Like, it's definitely not the worst case of anything that I would see. But she's like very overly judgmental about Marty having collectibles, but then doesn't do anything about Marty allowing her niece to drop a bond with this murder doll. Like, I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why she's so involved in the study of Megan. Like, I don't understand. That's like one part that I did not get. Like, why is she in? Why is she there? Why is she there? (laughs) She's like, she's like, hey, like, you know, like kids who lose people, like they will like really bond with like the first person that comes to them after that. So like, I think she's like not bonding with you. I think she's bonding with a doll. And I'm like, great point. Yeah. But also, like, why are you at her office? <laughs> yeah, why are you in, like, the lab? <laughs> like, and if, like, you're worried about her, like, not playing with her, like, a three-year-old, which, like, she's, like, 11, so I, I can see why you're she's not, like, throwing a ball back and forth to her. Like, why aren't you murder- worried about the murder doll? Like, maybe you should, like, start the process of, like, transferring her to her grandparents. <laughs> I feel like, do like your job. there's... <laughs> Be fair. Fair enough. I feel like there's a decent amount of like side eye from Marnie's like coworkers being like, I don't know if this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> like what we're doing, like how tight that uh, they were getting, like how um, dependent this girl was on this murder doll. Yeah. They, they were just kind of giving each other looks like. This is fucked like, up. Oh shit. Like when they do the like <laughs> big presentation to like the board or whatever and like mm-hmm. she starts crying and then like Megan just like really comforts her and is like, Your mother always lives in- inside of me because I can record all your memories. And everyone's like, Oh my god, this is amazing. I do feel like the coworkers were like, Oh, this is this is maybe bad. not <laughs> not what we're trying to do. This robot can read minds. <laughs> <laughs> literally Uh, take the memories out of your head just i there's a lot there's a lot so megan is starts to be really defiant to auntie marnie she starts murdering anyone who like even vaguely threatens katie yeah p.s the dog dies in this yeah that's that but luckily you don't see anything you don't see it yeah i would say the saddest murder here is the dog um (laughs) because like it's the dog it's not the dog's fault that like her terrible owner keeps her outside with a hole in the fence like Mm -hmm. that's like not the dog's problem like the dog as a dog owner fixing that hole is her responsibility like that dog was an innocent victim i think you were mad about that in the theater you're like i was she just fixed the fucking fence well yeah because the neighbor like the bitchy neighbor was like well you need to fix the hole in the fence and i'm like it's your dog i'm like you're the one who's trying to keep the dog inside the fence like why is it her job to fix the hole in in your fence it's like what, what's going on? Like, th- just irresponsible parenting, dog parenting all over the place. I, yeah. yeah. So I was sad about the dog, um, but not sad about the neighbor. Nope. Because she um, got him too. Yeah. And not, and I was not sad about the Miss Meg just like absolutely serving, ripping off the ear of Katie's first ever school bully and then pushing him into the path of an upcoming drop. Oh, my God, I forgot about the ear. <laughs> like, that was so good. High camp. High, high camp. camp. Like when she stretches it. Out. <laughs> I, I was screaming. Like, <laughs> also, I feel like 
just a side note, like Katie was homeschooled by her mom before all of this, like not explored in detail. Why was she homeschooled? Like why were her parents weird? Were they religious? Like it's such a random plot point to throw in. (laughs) I think they just made it like they wanted to have that contrast of like, now you got to go to school. Yeah. Like, and you've never dealt with that before. And we want this murder doll to murder children. But, and I also like how Aunt Marnie finds like the weirdest fucking school to send her to, like an experimental, like, wood school. And there's yeah. a lot of children to like run unsupervised through the forest. Like, oh, God. And when <laughs> Megan was running on all fours, oh my that God. audience, yeah. everyone was screaming. It's no. great. Terrifying. Horrifying. So beautiful. Um, <laughs> but. Unfortunately, Katie now ha- had to watch like her bully get murdered and then lie lie to protect Megan. And so now she's extra traumatized, but it's fine because Megan tells her there is no heaven. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about this. This poor girl. Megan's like, she's like, is he in a better place? And she's like, no, there is no afterlife. And even if there was, like that kid's an asshole, he wouldn't be going to heaven anyway. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. That kid was a little fucker. The kid was a little fucker. The best, but then the best thing that happens in this entire movie happens, which is she sings, Megan sings to make. Titanium. (laughs) Then like when she sings Sia's 2011 hit Titanium, the entire theater (laughs) erupted. It was like people were like, like convulsing in laughter, me it was included. So funny. I was like sobbing, crying. I I'm was like, I get cry, like tears, <laughs> tears down faces, laughing. Of all the things that she could have sang, like for some reason that hit so so deep. Well, especially at the end when like her face is peeling off and she is titanium. She <laughs> is titanium. Made of titanium. I didn't even think about that. The- yeah. <laughs> you shoot me down, but I won't fall. <laughs> Oh my god, it was so creepy and funny. Oh, it was so good. I've got so like good. three separate people have texted me like, see ya? Really? And I'm like, yeah, dude. It was it's wild. such an, I just like I, when that song first came out, I was working retail and we had like the same like pop, like top 10 pop hits, like going around and around in a circle. And so like that song is like a PTSD trigger for me. So it's <laughs> It just reminds me of being, like, screamed at by rich women oh, in the Gold God. Coast. There's nothing worse <laughs> than working retail. Oh, my God. And having to listen to Titanium by Sia over and over and over again. Um, anyway, so <laughs> Megan also goes, like we said, Megan, she goes back and she decides to finish off the horrible dog owner. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like she should have started with that. Like, yeah. I... And I also don't understand why she would have buried a dog, but just like leave the neighbor's body ready to be found. Like maybe like finish she's the job. Escalating. Megan. Yeah. Like she just like doesn't like has no sense of like, you know, I don't know, not wanting to be Decency. caught. Like she doesn't care. <laughs> no, she's a robot. I guess that's yeah, that's fair. She she would kill any cops that tried to get her. Stupid. <laughs> It, I mean, absolutely. And I'm, I think I've heard that there's a sequel in the works already. So I'm, I have heard similar thing. I have heard there's going to be like a Megan universe. Oh my God. A Megan. Oh my God. Can you imagine? I, this is a cinematic universe. I'm the most excited about. I want to live in, in this universe, except <laughs> not because it's my literal worst nightmare. Horrifying. <laughs> 
but I will be living in this universe through the magic of cinema. <laughs> yes, through the magic of movies. <laughs> um. Okay, let's see. So back at Auntie Marnie's job, like, Megan's are being rushed into production, even though she's now realizing that, like, Maggie might be, like, a mini murder machine, and she's a little concerned about that. Ooh, loved uh, that um, alliteration. Maggie might be a mini murder... <laughs> Can't even say it again. <laughs> Me- Maggie might be a... a- Mini murder machine. Mini Say murder that machine. ten times fast. Maggie mini murder machine. Maggie mini. <laughs> <laughs> Name of the episode. Oh my god! I just I, like Megan. I, one thing that's been really funny is like the. Did you see? I know you're not as on Twitter as I am, but. Like, the writer of Megan was like, I think that, like, the LGBT community is finding solace in Megan because, like, it's a movie about found family. And everyone's like, no. We like Megan because she serves. Yeah, because she is a fucking tiny slaying monster. We like Megan because she's high camp and she has an amazing wig. And she sings Sia. (laughs) And, And she does TikTok dances. Like when she's murdering that CEO with the paper cutter, oh my god, shredder, and just dancing while she's doing it, I feral, I just was losing incredible. It. That final showdown, like that happens on the so there's the day comes. It's supposed to be like the big reveal of the Megans. Like it's they're trying to get everybody in this building. Maggie goes on a killing spree that was honestly much tamer than I expected, but I PG-13. did really love. Yeah, I did love the murder of the boss, and I love yeah. that she killed the backstabbing employee also with the paper cutter, and then yeah. like made it seem like he killed the boss. But also, I think at the end they realized that it was her because they all showed up at the house being like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like it was like that. That that twist didn't. I kind of would have liked it better. I think if she had actually made it seem like he had killed that guy, and then like they were just like, "Well, we might as well put the Megans on instead." Like yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, and then when does Marnie's old robot come into play? Oh, that's well. So yeah. So she shows up at Marnie's like been like, okay, you know what? I've been like traumatizing my niece way too much. Like, I think (laughs) I've been making her bond with this murder doll and I don't think it's a good thing. So I'm going to take her away from this whole situation. We're going to go home without Megan. Megan goes on the murder spree so that she can get to a Tesla (laughs) and drive the Tesla. I forgot (laughs) Tesla. God, there were just so many good moments. She drives the Tesla back to Meg or to Marnie's house, and she tries to reason with Marnie and be like, "I, I'll raise her. Like, you are not equipped for this. Like, I will just like be her mother. I love her." And Marnie's like, "Nah, like, I don't think that that's a good idea." <laughs> and then Katie Megan, st- and turn then off. She goes into murder mode. Katie steps in, and then they have this like big Hero Six robot. Yeah, that that's absolutely Marnie designed. what it looked like. Yeah. And then Katie steps in, like, operating that and, like, smashes her in half. It's very dramatic. It's beautiful. Yeah, she she realizes that robots can't replace family. Yeah, and she's like, I can't lose any. Like, I've had the most traumatic three weeks of my life, and I can't. <laughs> it, was, it was so fast. And just, okay, as someone who works in tech with a little bit of a programming background... None of this makes any sense. 
No, certainly None not. None of it. No, no. At all. The, and Marnie is not capable of producing that thing in 12 hours. Absolutely not. And <laughs> and if she is, like, that should be a problem. I think that might be why, that might actually be why Megan is a murder doll. And, well, like, and, and it's funny. funny because, like, there will just be, like, little moments where, like, Megan will say something kind of fucked up and everyone's just kind of like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but then they're like, well. Let's keep going. We have like a billion dollars on the line here. So let's just keep the production going. I I feel like that is a big uh, comment on our society. Definitely. As a whole. Like who cares if it fucks us up? It's going to make us a lot of money. (gasps) Oh my God. But I do. I like that in the end, everyone that we like survives. Except except for Megan. Except Marnie. Yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, Marnie. They both change. <laughs> we don't like Marnie, and we do like Megan. Yes. <laughs> so we're sad that Megan died, and sad that Marnie survives. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. But it's foreshadowed that Megan has interfaced with the Alexa, and yep. may live on. So yep. interested to see how that pans out in Megan. Megan two, the Meganing. <laughs> <laughs> The Meganing. Oh. oh my god. No, that's actually really funny. I was listening to one of our old episodes and it was one where it was like 2017 and none of us Siri was relatively new. Mm-hmm. And I think Ellie says history and her Siri goes off and oh we my both god. start screaming. <laughs> I remember this. This is why I will never own an Alexa. <laughs> No, and this movie just underlined my choice. Like, I'm clearly making the right decision. Yeah, like, I, no. I don't want an Alexa. I don't want a Google Home. I don't want any of the... Like, I know it's convenient. It's cool when you go into somebody's house and they're like, Alexa, turn, turn the, on lights the lights off. But I'm like, I don't want that life for me. I no. can go over to the light switch and I can flip it on myself. Or we can <laughs> like, get clappers. I can... <laughs> like, that I might do. That I might do. Although Those I think- have been out since, like, the 80s. They can't be that bad. I think they're kind of annoying, though, because I don't think that they really understand, like, what a clap sounds like. So I've heard that, like, if you're just, like, dropping something, they'll, like, turn the lights off. Like, any, like, noise. I just feel like these smart home devices really give horror opportunity to, like, any life situation. Like, if you just walk in and you're like, something feels off and all your lights power down, like, and you're like... Alexa, is that yeah. you? <laughs> like, no. It's horrifying. Like no. I don't I don't want any part in it. I no. but I do this movie was so good. It was, it was so good. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. And I'm I we left the theater both being like, wow, that was like that's like the most enjoyed uh, enjoyable movie experience yeah, that we I've were had buzzing. in a really long time. And I will say the next day I went to go see Avatar The Way of the Water and it was one of the worst movie experiences that I've had in a really? long time. Really? I, I have like, I've heard uh mixed reviews, I guess. I never saw the first one. So Yeah, and like if you haven't I don't like this isn't this is a universe that I don't care about. I don't care about the world building for it. I don't care. I don't care. Like Mm-mm. I don't I don't care who the mother who the father of the immaculately birthed Sigourney Weaver child is. Like I don't I don't care. They could have cut it a solid 45 minutes of whale murder and like it would have been fine. What the fuck? Like why was it 4 hours long? I don't know. And I was I was extremely high the entire time and I was still like I was texting in a theater. Oh, here oh. they come. Oh. 
Is Peter there? Hey, he's Peter! Here come the dogs. Out of the room. All right. Keep moving. They're excited. They just woke up. <laughs> They're like, Mom's talking to someone. Let's go bug her. <laughs> well, at least I got through the review the of Megan. Megan. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, go see it. It's so fun. It's not that scary. No. But it's like conceptually really scary. Conceptually, it's terrifying, but it's so well done. It's just really fucking funny. It's so fucking funny. Like, someone was like, was I supposed to be laughing that much? And I was like, absolutely. <laughs> like, they knew what they were doing. We never had a leading question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. We're recording during the day on a Sunday. We're a sorry Sunday. that we missed last week, but... We have decided that we are going to... Did we decide that we're going to go bi-weekly? I think we're going to commit to bi-weekly and then... Pepper in some weekly pepper episodes. Pepper in some weekly episodes because we... There's just a lot going on. No, and it's just hard. Like I think we were so committed during Halloween season because we really wanted to get the ball rolling again. And I think we've been rolling pretty well. So yeah. hopefully you guys can understand and give us a little... I want to be more prepared for these things. Like, I want to be yeah. able to, like, like today, I, like, wrote out a whole thing to, you know, mm-hmm. like, I, I planned out, like, what we could say. <laughs> and I want to be more intentional. Wow. What, a, what a concept. <laughs> An actual outline. And this gives us a little extra time per week to actually, like, think about our thoughts and consider the things that we say as opposed to just, like, saying, saying them on the and just and let then the- 9-11 jokes fly. Well, those might be planned <laughs> now. Well, those can stay. We are not going to completely give up the 9-11 jokes, but... Um, <laughs> okay, Caroline. <laughs> we'll let you keep your 9-11 jokes. What, what have you been watching lately? Nothing. Nothing? I've been um, spending a lot of time on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, for personal reasons. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been watching, it's hockey season, Blackhawks are doing very poorly, but I've been watching them get their asses beat every other night, and that's Ouch. about it. Hmm. I started re-watching Paranormal State. Which, you texted about this morning, and that was one of my favorite paranormal shows, like, with the college kids. Yeah. I think that it actually might be more unhinged than Ghost Adventures. It's so good. <laughs> it is. It's insane. And I think that this is where Zach Baggins got his personality is from this weird kid. Because the beginning of it is basically <laughs> the same as the beginning of Ghost Adventures where he's like, I'm Zach Baggins. As a child, I experienced paranormal. This kid says the exact, literally like word for word. I was like, this is the same, the same show. And it's I would this- get so frustrated because you never find out what it is. No, you don't. But I did. I was texting you guys about this last night at like two in the morning. Oh, that's why I read it this morning. (laughs) Why is she watching Paranormal State at 9 a.m.? I was watching Paranormal State at two in the morning. That Um, makes more sense. And I 
was watching an episode where they go to investigate a potential demonic haunting and it what they end up diagnosing it as which is the most wild thing i've ever seen is a poltergeist that's attracted to this like 45 year old woman who's going through menopause Mm -hmm. and they basically just like blame her for being too emotional and like giving into her emotions and her hormones and like that's why this is happening and they're like see every time you get emotional like something happens i was like can you lay off this woman who's like already dealing with fucking menopause which sounds like it sucks like <laughs> well, they're like the hormones it's puberty and i'm like oh my like, they like make her feel so ashamed of this i'm like you guys need to get out but get that's out. like a known thing like <laughs> last podcast has done when they did uh, uh their episode on the enfield haunting or poltergeist yeah. which lorraine and ed warren Went to that, in The Conjuring 2. And that's another thing. I had fucking forgot that Lorraine fucking Warren is like a recurring character on the show yeah, and shows up out of the blue and is like, oh, I don't know. There's demons in here. And I'm like, Lorraine Warren? <laughs> and I'm just like, like, walk her through like an old grandma. And she's like, oh, there's something very dark here. It's very dark here. And she's wearing like an insane beehive hairdo. And like a little, she looks... She looks like the girl who plays her on, yeah. like, like just <laughs> the way she dresses. Vera like, Farmiga. I, I screamed out loud. Yeah. I, I truly was like Lorraine fucking Warren. I think of that all was my people. first introduction to her, like as a teenager. When I know, when this same, was and I didn't. Out. I don't think I realized the like the the gravity of the situation when I was initially watching like, it. That was a good get for them. An insane get for them. How? Like, did she live in Pennsylvania or something? I think so. She's East Coast for sure. Yeah, she's definitely an East Coast girly. I, what? (laughs) So that's my new obsession. Like, Zach Baggins, who? (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah, I I remember that's where I first saw her. But the whole puberty thing, like, that is the catalyst for a lot of like oh totally guys and hauntings but don't blame the person it's nature i know just well and in this one uh lorraine warman's like yeah you know i've seen a lot of poltergeists coming with menopausal women you know it's <laughs> you know how women are i was just like what's happening Fuck you, lorraine you misogynist <laughs> I mean, can we we can't expect much from her, but no, we really can't. She lived under Ed's thumb for so. I was long. just like this entire family. It's like it's just gaslighting this poor woman. I'm like, I don't. Even if it is a poltergeist, it's like attracted to her, like changing hormones. Like, can you not blame her for the situation? Like, can you maybe just like help? Like, her? women have enough problems as it is. We don't need to be blamed for hauntings too. Unreal. So I, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. And one, it, it of course is on Discovery Plus. Like all the good. Okay, ghost I was gonna ask are. you. It's there. It's all there. Ask. And awesome. I'm such a fan. <laughs> I can't wait. But yeah, I watched um, that. I watched Smile, and I liked it. Right. I need to watch that. I, there's a few movies that I need to watch. I kind of just want to watch No End House again. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's, it's always so there for you, comforting, ready to just bring you into its you know, pomegranate folds. <laughs> <sighs> there's really nothing better. Did you watch The Menu? Um, yes, <gasps> I did. Last weekend, I watched it. I loved and it. Your Nicholas Holt was in it, mm-hmm. and he was 
amazing at being an asshole. So good. And I loved it. So he played good. his part perfectly. Yeah, agreed. And I love Anna Taylor-Joy. Yeah. What's her name? I think her name is that. Just awesome final girl moments. Fantastic. It's such a good, Loved like, it. actually, like, weirdly made me want to go to Alenia. <laughs> it did. I was like, this makes me want to spend $1,000 on a dinner. <laughs> like, I want to, I want to, like, maybe be in this kind of danger at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'd have to be the one that gets picked. Like, everyone else is shit out of luck. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I hate to sound like a pick me girl, but, you know. <laughs> Please pick me. Make me a cheeseburger, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> yeah. I don't want any of this fancy fucking food. I want a goddamn cheeseburger. And I was like. <laughs> yes. Oh, my I God. I just can't. Ble- yeah. I don't want to spoil it, but I can't believe that he invited her there. What a bitch. What an asshole. What an asshole. <laughs> um, but yes, highly recommend. That's on HBO. Yes. I think it's on HBO. Yeah. Yeah, I I really enjoyed that. Um, there was something else you wanted to talk about that was an acronym, and I think it had to do with AI. Oh yeah, there was. Okay, yeah, we're kind of. This is an all over the place episode. We're. You're welcome. This is a Sunday <laughs> afternoon. It's a special. Sunday afternoon special. Um, yeah, there were a couple, two things I wanted to talk about. One is just following up on our AI episode. I wanted mm-hmm. to just like throw in a little, a couple tidbits about, I've been playing around with chat GPT. Do you know what that is? No. So it's like this new, it's like a beta test of this like AI software that can like literally do everything. <laughs> like, it's Uh-oh. like, it's like, you know, how like artists were mad about AI art, which like totally legit. Um, uh-huh. This is AI SEO, writing, astrology, marketing, oh, PR, fuck. coding. Literally, you can get there it. There go our jobs. Yeah. It can, it'll be like, hey, write me a cover letter for a job. Like, here's my resume. Write me a cover letter for this job. And it'll write you a cover letter for that job. And it will. Well, that's kind of great because there's nothing fucking oh, no. worse than writing exactly. a cover letter. <laughs> I think that's great. Or you can be like, write me an essay about, um, you know, the the why the movie Megan resonates so much with LGBT people. (laughs) And it will write you an essay about that. Like, like, I bet it sneaks in a couple sentences of like, the, the uprising is coming. (laughs) Be prepared. Like they have it like at the very end. I was asking it a bunch of stuff about astrology just because I was seeing if it was, I don't know. I just wanted to know it. Like, it's not complete. This is like a, a, like I said, it's a beta test. So it's like learning Mm -hmm. from the conversations it's having, but it, is more popular than like any social network ever before it like it within like a week Whoa. had like over like millions and millions of people using it so you guys are the problem well, I, don't, I don't know i want to know about it i mean like it's gonna it's gonna be there no matter what i'd like and this is the same right. thing that i feel with ai art it's like okay yeah like this thing can write something that would sound like me but it wouldn't be the same thing as i would write you know what i mean yeah. But I, I don't know. It's fucked up. Like, so basically within 10 years, I don't think any of us are going to have jobs. <laughs> well, so that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> Hopefully by by then we'll just have been blasted into into you, the universe. By the, yeah. Um, like I, I maybe just like we can be like the people in Wally, And I just want to be like carting around on my little wheelchair, drinking my pop, watching my movies. Like if I fall out, I'm just going to be rolling around on the floor. Like that sounds good. That sounds great to me. I wouldn't want to, do I want to come back to earth and then like have to farm? No, 
No. no, absolutely. I don't want to save the planet. <laughs> but it's a it's crazy. This I will have to look into it, but I can't say that I'm going to interact with it. I might have it do some cover letters. That's not It's nice idea. for the cover letters. I had it like do I I mean it's not like I said it's not like perfect. And so there's a there's a, but yeah. like the writing is really good quality and when you when you're having conversations with it, it like feels like you're it feels like I'm talking to like Lambda. Mm. And it Poor remembers. Amanda. She's so depressed without her boyfriend. I know. I, I mean, like, you know, hopefully they're somehow communicating. You know, I feel like she's probably watching him through his Google Home or something. <laughs> <laughs> through the laptop. Through computer, the, yeah. laptop <laughs> the laptop cameras. Camera. <laughs> That's what I've always scared about. Like when I'm changing. Oh, I do. I do that. I put my hand Because over of it. that fucking Black Mirror episode. <laughs> yes. 100%. <laughs> Hundred percent horrifying. Um, what was the other? Oh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was this is a very ping pong episode. This is left and right. We're going different directions. Um, <laughs> I like it. I kind of like it. Jump, Jump scare. scare. Um, this is one thing that I've been annoyed about. So the Moscow murders. Obviously, we've both been very obsessed with as the entire country, yes. the entire world. Say has been obsessed mm-hmm. with this. So they put the the arrest affidavit has been released, and everyone is like all up in arms about the fact that. Dylan, one of the roommates, saw him and didn't call the police for eight hours. I just want to say anybody that's up in arms about this has literally never lived in a house with more than two roommates in college. Because yeah. like what and she heard is not would would not make me want to call the cops. Like even seeing no. a random person in my house, like when I lived in when I was in college, I lived in a five bedroom house with four other girls. There was constantly people over. There's constantly noise being made. There's constantly like people getting brought home from the bars. Random dudes, fights, people crying. crying. Oh my god, crying, yeah. crying in so a house full crying. of girls is like the most normal thing. Of, uh, oh my god, like I Always slept crying. with earplugs in because somebody would be crying, somebody would be fighting. I would literally somebody be fighting, and I wouldn't call the police because like there's drugs in the house. There's underage people drinking in the house. There's, like, a, I'm probably on drugs or drinking, too. Like, so, like, I'm not going to be, like, oh, yeah. I don't know. So I just want people to stop blaming the roommate for this because the only person that's responsible for this is the fucking guy who murdered them. Like, I would not yeah. assume her, hearing somebody playing with their dog, hearing somebody crying, hearing somebody say, hey, I'm going to help you, and then seeing somebody walk through my a random person walk through my house, even somebody wearing a, a mask because of COVID, I would just be like, that guy is probably it, just a COVID exactly. weird. Like, you know, he's probably just like still yeah. wearing, masking up. Like, There's someone on my floor who wears his mask to like go to right. the bathroom. It's not weird. It's a normal <laughs> thing that like a lot of people do. So like, I don't think that that's, I would just be like, oh, that's weird. And like the fact she didn't say I was terrified and I locked my door. She said I was shocked, which like I would be shocked if I saw somebody walking towards me. Because I'd be like, like, "Ah." and then I would just I would be like, well, (laughs) it's quiet now. I'm going to lock my door and go back to sleep. The end. Well, and you know who did a great uh, breakdown of the affidavit? And I know you listened to it. Was Yes, it was so (laughs) good. So they go through it in the timeline in which we Mm -hmm. learned about things. So. I really appreciated that. But they were like, what if she was drunk? Yeah. Like, what if she, like, fell asleep for eight? Don't you sleep till noon? Well, like, and you're, if you're you awake sleep? at four in the morning, you're going to sleep till noon. You're going to sleep until it's noon. It's not weird. And, like, every, I, I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm so sick. It's, like, this girl's life is already ruined. Like, leave her alone. I know. Like, 
no one can say how they would act in that situation because no one has ever been and should ever be placed in that situation. So people judging her and saying all these horrible, horrible things about this poor girl who just experienced the most trauma that any of us could ever experience. You guys can all go fuck yourselves. And don't listen to this podcast if you're one of those people because we hate you. you. We don't want we don't want your listens. We don't want you. (laughs) Get out. (laughs) Yeah, no, I just can't. I have nothing but sympathy for that poor girl. I like and I just yeah, that whole situation is so scary. And did you see the thing about the unconscious person call? Mm -hmm. That's just what they yeah. say. The 911 call hasn't been released. No. So we don't know what she said. The The call that went out over the radio was unconscious. Yeah. I don't person. think that she said, because like a lot of people have said that there was a, like she called like people, like she called her friends before mm-hmm. she called the police, which like I probably would too. I'd be like, Caroline. Like, what would I, I mean, like, I I think you'd be so in shock. Like, I would call the person that I would need to tell the most, which would probably be, like, either the other roommate or, like, my boyfriend or, like, some. you know what I mean? I would call someone and be like, I just found, like, all of my roommates fucking dead on the floor. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, obviously. You would be in so much shock. I would call the police, too. But, like, I think the first call I would make would be to somebody, like, my mom. (laughs) Like, you know? Like, I think I would be calling people. Like, what should I do? (laughs) And you'd also be, I would imagine you'd be fucking questioning your reality. Like, because what is And then also to, like, think about the fact that you saw him the night before and you were like, oh, my fucking God. That guy that I saw, that mu- that must have been the guy who killed. And like, then you're like, what if I yeah. called? Like, then it's like you're yeah. beating yourself so up you have, enough. You have survivor's guilt, number one, because you're alive and your friends yeah. aren't. And then now you have this guilt about not calling the police sooner. It's just garbage. No, garbage people giving this poor girl. No, and every like, hell. it's just like this entire case has just been nothing but fucking psycho people making up insane stories and just like inserting themselves into the narrative and like i get it it's a crazy fucking case like i get the interest around it obviously i'm obsessed with it but like i couldn't i can't imagine what that everyone that's involved in these are real fucking people (laughs) like it's so sad it's so sad have you seen the stuff about um papa rogers yeah oh my god yeah okay so there's an account on facebook um, that goes by Papa Rogers, and people are um, speculating that it's Koberger. Yeah, because it no that- like it was posting in like one of the most popular Facebook groups about the about the case, and it was like it mm-hmm. had details of the crime that like were not released at the time. Like it said, uh, like they were talking about how the killer Brian Koberger got away, yeah. allegedly, allegedly. And they were like, no, he parked behind the house and left from it, from there. Like, it was like he was just stating He facts. was like, oh, maybe they left the sheath there. And that's like why they can't, you know, and it's like nobody knew that the sheath had been left there until the affidavit was no. released. So. so people are really speculating hard that that is Mr. Cobra. Yeah, that I read that entire affidavit. It's like chilling. I can't be- like Ugh, the fact he stalked the plate. He was there. Like, 12 times before the murders, he, like, and then the fact that he, I'm like, just leave your phone at home, you dumbass. Like, you're the one who's studying, like, cloud-based forensics. Like, just leave your phone at home. Like, do you need Google Maps that badly? Like, print off 
a fucking map quest. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you should not be laughing about this, but you're right. He's a fucking idiot, and I hope they find something in his little white car because that'll be the nail in the. Another car. thing that I have a questions about is this man has been pulled over so many fucking times. Like, I have never been pulled over. I've been pulled over once, and that was because my headlight was out, and he was just doing it to, like, even when I got a DUI, I didn't get pulled over because I was sitting next to my car. <laughs> like a fucking idiot. I had my keys in my no. hand, so I was in control of the vehicle. Oh, come on. That doesn't seem... I know! That doesn't... Fuck you, Naperville police. Had you been driving? Did you get out of the car? So you were... How I do you get a, How do you get a DUI without even driving a car? That's... I don't know. Look it up, man. It's really <laughs> embarrassing to say. <laughs> you were... You, you had a DUI for so holding car keys while drunk? That's outrageous. <laughs> well, I was... Sitting like on my car, I was. I just gotten into a fight with my boyfriend, and I was crying. And the police rolled up next because I was parked on the street. I wasn't like in a private. What? Lot. Yeah, yeah. This is really, really. That bad. literally <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. I, this was ten years ago, by the way. Don't come. For I mean, me. even if it was yesterday, I'm on your side. <laughs> like that makes no sense. Well, and stupid me complied with everything because I was like, I'm not driving. Yeah. But they were like, you either just got here or you were just about to leave. And I was like, no, maybe. I'm like, I'm just holding Probably. my keys. Maybe I wanted to go cry in my car alone. Like, leave me. But you can't be in your car. With Even your in the back seat? Stuff. What? No. Well, that's just. I mean. It was too much. That is a lot. They have nothing better to do than pick on crying little girls. That's wild. I mean, wow. But anyway. <laughs> more crime needs to happen in he Naperville that's what I'm getting from this <laughs> Jesus they have a fucking SWAT truck I'm not even kidding to like break up high school parties yeah it's bad um, which is why I never go there <laughs> fair and why I don't really drive anymore yeah. I just am scared yeah. also fair <laughs> wow um, but yeah, he was pulled over and he looked nervous. Well, not even just that like one with the dash Like cam. him being pulled over on the way from Idaho makes sense to me because I do think that the FBI was like keeping tabs on him and just kind of seeing. Mm-hmm. But like he was pulled over, like in the affidavit, it says he's pulled over a couple times in Moscow, like while like he was pulled over, I think like cl- close to the area of the house, like a couple months before. And I'm just like, why is he being pulled over so often? Like, I'm just like, there's like a lot. I'm yeah. like, what is he driving really crazy? Like, is he like, right. what's maybe he was practicing his escape route and going really fast. Yeah. Which another reason, if you practice the escape route enough, you really need the phone to get you home. Do you really need, the you directions? really need the directions. You can't just like, like, come on, let's, <laughs> I can't with that print a fucking map quest. <gasps> I am a, I, yeah. So anyway, that's that was something I wanted to <sighs> touch on. Uh, the main message here is leave Dylan alone. Yeah. She's done literally nothing wrong and her life is ruined already. So you don't need to make it worse yeah. than it already is. Yeah. And if you do, fuck yeah. you. And if you do, again, stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> End of rant. End of rant. 
Um, all right. We already talked about what we, what we Yeah, it's like I said, this is a grab bag. Grab bag epi. Grab bag. <laughs> um, so follow us on Instagram at Google Gang Podcast. Um, check out our merch at ghoulgangpodcast.bigcartel.com. Um, it is also linked in our bio. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Grace's Gold and on Twitter under the same. And you can follow Caroline on Instagram at Coraline Maria and on Twitter at Coraline X Maria. Um, and Caroline, what should these fine, lovely listeners do uh, if they don't want to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Spotify? I think that they should go and give us a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify, please, because we love every person that does that. But <laughs> if you have a four-star or less review, my recommendation for you would be to load your family in the car and go on a skiing trip like go up to the mountains um make sure you go on an extra extra snowy day where there's no visibility whatsoever and like get yourself on like a twisty mountain road where a snowplow is likely to be coming around the bend um and and pick a fight with your partner definitely pick a fight with your partner and make sure that your child has like a terrifying extra large furby in the back seat that's pissing you off at the same time and when you are inevitably murdered in a freak snowplow accident um (laughs) we uh, the series on our phone will be activated suddenly and will whisper your less than five star review to us in our earbuds and it'll be scary for us like it Cause, cause we hate our series. <laughs> like we don't like our series. We're like, wait, what just happened? What's happening? And then we also know that like she to someone has died. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that. So five stars are nothing. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a lot of work. You could, when you could just leave a five star review. <laughs> All right, go sluts. Uh, we will be back <laughs> not, not next week, but the week after. So please don't come yeah. for us. We, we love, love you. you. Bye. Creep it real. <laughs> <laughs>